You're tuned in to Discovering Amazing Possibilities, part of the Amplify Her Media Network. We are all works in progress. What if we took that a step further, pausing for a moment to ask ourselves, what else is possible? What if you were to just be with the question so that you could then choose something different for your life, not necessarily having to seek out any answer? So this is an invitation to you to go do the thing, do it messy and do it anyway. Discover something new about your life each and every day. Get curious about your life. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? Hi everyone and welcome to the bonus episode of Discovering Amazing Possibilities. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to start today's episode by saying that I am not a medical professional, nor am I an expert in the topic of ADHD, nor am I a therapist or experienced counselor. So anything I share or talk about today on this episode is simply me sharing my story and my own experiences. And I also want to add that if this podcast episode seems a little bit scatterbrained and I get off topic or start rambling, that is all thanks to what I like to call my squiggly brain. But I promise it will all make sense towards the end of the episode as we circle on back. So hi everyone, I'm Carmen Shields and I have ADHD and it's hard to talk about. I got diagnosed for the first time at age 35 last summer and I sat on the diagnosis for about five months, didn't share it with anyone really besides my husband before I decided maybe I need some help navigating this phase of my life. Because after the diagnosis, I became super, super aware that I have ADHD. And that was in my consciousness. And I began thinking back back in time, growing up as a child, that maybe I had it my whole life and just never knew. So the reality of it all is my life really wasn't working for me because of this undiagnosed ADHD. And it's been a real struggle to talk about. But now, almost eight months later, I feel like sharing my story more with others. And yes, it's pretty unusual to share my story with strangers on social media or on this podcast. And not with my family or close friends, but I'm hoping that it just might resonate with at least one person on their similar journey with their struggles or their maybe even undiagnosed ADHD. So I was listening to a podcast from a dear friend of mine, Christina Singh. It's called the Amplify Her Podcast. Go check it out. I highly recommend it. And she was talking about progress over perfection. And that really resonated with me because even though I might seem like 
a very outgoing person. I am able to talk with people very well and communicate very well. That's not always the case. It can often be a struggle for me. And it's even more of a struggle when you have two people in the household that both have ADHD, myself and my husband. Now, I knew that my husband had ADHD. He was diagnosed as a child, but I didn't know until age 35 that I actually had ADHD. And sometimes it is genetic. Not That's not always the case, but I feel like in my case, it could run within my family lineage, which is also very interesting. So this is part one of sharing my story, and it's really uncomfortable. It's actually kind of terrifying. So I just wanted to paint a picture of that and let you all know that it's hard to talk about. It's hard to share. But there's a quote that showed up for me this last week or so. And it's from another friend of mine, Kitty Gonzalez. She says, where focus goes, energy flows. Where energy flows, whatever you're focusing on grows. And I love quotes, inspirational quotes. I'm a bit of a collector of inspirational quotes, but I think that's very true. Where focus goes, your energy flows, and where energy flows, whatever you're focusing on can grow. And I think there's another side to that all, that you can also focus your energy on things that don't really serve you. They're not a contribution to your highest and greatest good. And you begin to focus on things that aren't really contributing to your life. I had to really sit down and dig deep. I had to really turn inward and take a look at some of the things in my life that weren't working for me and how I was living my life because of the undiagnosed ADHD. So to give you an idea of what I'm trying to communicate, (laughs) I am a person who loves, loves, loves to overstack her daily schedule. I do this on a daily basis, and it's really challenging for me to say no to certain things. I do it with doctor's appointments all of the time. Even after looking at my calendar and seeing I already have an appointment, I will schedule them back to back, leaving only like 10 or 15 minutes, maybe at the most, in between appointments. Or I'll schedule a Zoom call And then 20 minutes later, have another Zoom call. It's a vicious cycle sometimes. And as an adult, in my mid-30s, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. So what I want to share with you about myself and having what's called neurodivergent brain, I believe that's the correct terminology, my brain is wired differently than a neurotypical person. My highways in my brain are constantly thinking about 19 different things at once. It's like, it's like a internet browser where you have 20 different tabs open all at the same time. Yes, but your browser 
and your computer, it's actually slowing that down because there's so many different tabs open, right? So you're going from task to task to task, but your computer's running slow and you can't figure out what's going on. So that's the analogy I like to describe my brain as. My husband describes it as an 18-wheeler that's on the highway and is going so fast and then all of a sudden has to get off the highway onto those run runaway ramps. And I was like, yeah, that's amazing. But it doesn't always slow me down. <laughs> so I'm thinking about all these things all of the time. From the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. And it's actually a really cool thing because it contributes to my creativity. It contributes to all the wonderful gifts I have to share with people. It contributes to feeling inspired and hopping on this microphone, getting on this podcast and sharing my story with you all. But at the same time, it's completely and utterly exhausting sometimes. And at some point, in my life, I can spiral out, or I can go into a depression, or I can be really critical and judgmental of myself and have all that negative chatter in my mind saying, Carmen, you know better. Carmen, you've done this a hundred thousand times. Why are you doing the same thing over and over and over? And Expecting different results, right? It's that that terminology of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And so where my focus goes, my energy flows, but it's not always to my advantage. It's not always for the contribution of my greater and highest good. And when I realized that it was becoming detrimental to how I was living my life, I decided to ask for help. And for me... That's also not one of my strengths, asking for help. Even just like the littlest thing, asking for help in planning what we're going to eat for dinner, asking for help in getting a glass of water from the kitchen, or asking for help in picking up the grocery order. It's not one of my strengths. But I know that in order to, well, that's not a very good word, not in order to, but to live my life in a different way and shift that energy from where I'm focusing on or what I'm focusing on to something different that is really going to serve me in my highest purpose, I had to ask for help. So what I did after sitting on the diagnosis for about five months, I started looking for a new therapist who specialized in ADHD. And the first therapist I had I thought was a really good fit and then ended up not working out. The second therapist I really, really liked and then that ended up not working out. So I'm continuing my journey. And I still believe that those first two therapists, they were a part of my journey. I actually had quite a few breakthroughs when working with these therapists. So I'm really grateful for that. And I've discovered a couple different systems that work for me in my new squiggly brain. And one of those apps is called Evernote. 
and I will post a link to this app in the show notes, but I am trying it out for two weeks to see what it's all about and how it works. But right now I am like thoroughly enjoying it because of the functionality and how it's actually an app within an app within an app and my squiggly brain loves it. So a couple of the functions that I really love is, first of all, I really rely on Google Calendar. So I can sync my Google Calendar and I can sync my personal calendar, but I can also sync my work calendar. So for my business, I can have that synced with Evernote. And then I can create to-do lists. And a new to-do list that I've started creating is called Today's Top 3. So I have three top things that I'm going to focus on for that day. And everything else, it either gets moved to the next day or the next week, or I don't schedule it. I just say, no, I'm not available. Or my newest favorite (laughs) phrase I've been saying is, unfortunately, I'm at capacity right now. And that's been really helpful. When instead of just having a quick response like I did in the past, I pause and think about how I'm going to respond. Or if I'm uncertain, I just say, unfortunately, I'm at capacity right now. And then I don't feel guilty. I don't feel like I need to people please. I don't feel like I have to say yes out of obligation. And that's been amazing for me in this phase of life I'm in right now. It's been a weight off my shoulders, so to speak, and... I'm actually pretty excited at what I've learned about myself these past eight months. And yeah, so that is part one of sharing my story. And we're going to take a quick break and check out the Momster podcast. Hey, I am your host, Veronica Castellanos, and every Monday, I hope you can tune in because I'll be dropping new episodes with the Momster Podcast. Motherhood can be one of the trickiest things to maneuver through emotionally, physically, spiritually, and on my episodes, I'm going to talk about all the things, the good, the bad, the ugly, and joyful moments as well. So tune in every Monday, the Momster Podcast, which is part of the Amplify Her Media Network. So if what I've shared today is resonating with you and you are thinking, hmm, Carmen has made a few interesting points and shared interesting points of view. I wonder if I have ADHD. And the fact that you're asking yourself that question means that you have already created awareness for yourself. And you are curious about this topic. You are curious about the real possibility that 
maybe the way you've been living your life, it's not right or wrong, but maybe the way you've been living your life just isn't working for you because either you've never been diagnosed or you just didn't realize that maybe this could be something completely different altogether. So if you're curious about that, I would suggest maybe doing some research. Maybe looking up some people who are on social media talking about ADHD and seeing what information they're sharing to see if it feels in alignment with how you're feeling. And then the second thing I would suggest is maybe doing the research and seeking out a place where you can get a diagnosis. And I understand that not everyone has the resources available to them in order to to get a diagnosis, and that might take some time. But I would invite you to be open to the possibility that you can create in your life and seeking out the resources to get an ADHD diagnosis. And when I first started doing the research for getting a diagnosis for myself, I was pretty scared. Even though I had a support system that I knew was not going to judge me or criticize me or put me down in any way, I still wanted to keep even the fact that I was going to get a diagnosis to myself. And it honestly felt really lonely, even with my husband right next to me and supporting me and encouraging me and telling me, honey, it's okay, everything's going to be all right, and whatever information you find out, whether you get the diagnosis that says, yes, you have ADHD or you don't, everything's going to be okay and you're safe. So even knowing that, I was still scared. And it was still challenging for me to actually say, okay, maybe I need a little bit of help. Let's start here with the diagnosis and see what I find out. And then again, (laughs) I waited five months to go seek out resources to find a therapist who specialized in this because... I was like, okay, I have the diagnosis, that's great, but what's next? And I wasn't really sure what the next step was, but I did know that if I didn't take the next step, even though I was scared, I would stay where I had always been. And focusing my energy towards things that were not helpful. And keeping the habits that were not healthy and always wondering what was wrong with me and always wondering why different systems like and being an entrepreneur with ADHD. Oh, my goodness. I've learned so much about myself and why my first two businesses that I had, I closed because the systems I had for running my business Those, even those were not working for me because 
being an entrepreneur and having ADHD and believing to your core that you had to follow all these other entrepreneurs and see how they were doing it and then go and try to do it how they were doing it. No, that just ain't happening because our brains are totally wired differently and it just isn't going to work. So that's what I'm working on is coming to and coming into a space of acceptance and love and the fact that I have ADHD, but I'm not ADHD. I'm going to say that again. I have ADHD, but having ADHD doesn't make me the person I am today. It's a small part of me. Okay, so it's a big part of me. But it's also a gift. And I don't believe in my interesting point of view, we should feel shameful of it and I think we should start changing the narrative about neurotypical brains sorry I said the wrong word neurodivergent brains and the stigma that it's a learning disability because you know what there are a lot of genius minds out there that or who have ADHD so many creative minds, so many people with a thousand ideas. That's the other part to this Evernote app that I really love is it has a notepad option where I can do all my brain dumps every day. In fact, I think I'm going to start doing that. I think I'm going to do a daily brain dump right when I wake up in the morning so I can get all my ideas and all my thoughts out, even if it doesn't even make sense. And then I'll have space to be, feel more at ease, a little calmer, less stress. And I come back to those ideas. Maybe they were something I'm going to take with me throughout my day or things I'm just going to trash. But the long and the short of it is... I'm making space to get all my thoughts out. And we're always on our phones, right? So for me, using an app on my phone is really helpful because then I don't have to go searching for my seven different journals that I wrote one thing in and then I wrote in another journal and then I can't find my sheet of passwords, my logins. <laughs> so... To have this app and, and use it for that functionality, I think is going to be really helpful for my squiggly brain. What do you think, honey dog? This is honey dog. She has something to say, too. She's a little bit ADHD, I think, too. Anyway, this is part one of sharing my story with ADHD. And so I hope this made sense. If not, if I went on a tangent and random thoughts, you know what? That's okay. I accept it with love and light. And I'm also sending you love and light. I'll leave you with this last and final thought. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? 
Hi, this is Christina Singh, founder of Amplify Her Media and the host of the Amplify Her podcast. I am so, so excited that you're listening to this show right now, and I wanted to invite you to come listen to the Amplify Her podcast as well. Every week on my show, I interview an incredible woman about her story, who she is, and everything in between. My goal is to amplify and uplift women's voices and stories. Women's voices are powerful, and their stories deserve to be heard. So come on over and listen to an episode of the Amplify Her podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, or SoundCloud. I cannot wait for you to hear it. And remember, your voice matters and your story matters. Hey there, my name is Meli Ramirez and I'm the host of Chingona's Only Club, a podcast for women of all backgrounds where we discuss our struggles with gender norms, societal roles, and social issues. If you want to learn more and connect with strong and equally resilient women, I invite you to listen in every Tuesday on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Let's empower one another through our powerful storytelling. Adios! If you enjoyed today's episode or were inspired by something you heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. You can also rate or review the show. And if you want to stay connected, Head on over to my website, IamCarmenShields.com, or over on Instagram, at AmazingPossibility. Possibility.